Welcome to the Trinity Western Chapel Podcast. As a vibrant part of life at Trinity Western University, Chapel creates opportunities for us to engage with God's story of redemption in Jesus Christ through His Word, prayer, and worship. We're glad you're listening and hope that you encounter God's heart for you and the world. Kia ora koutou ma and warm Pacific greetings. My name is Rachel Afiaki Tamoi Piao and I'm speaking to you from Hamilton City, New Zealand, Aotearoa, the land of the long white cloud. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to the Reverend Dr. James Ellis III for inviting me to speak and share a bit about myself, my culture, New Zealand and my faith in Christ. Where exactly is New Zealand, you're probably asking. Well, if I was to explain it to you in distance, the total straight line flight distance from Canada to New Zealand is 8,629 miles, which is equivalent to 13,888 kilometres. I'm thinking if I was to jump on a plane right now, it would take me between 12 and 14 hours to fly over to visit you all. I actually visited Canada in 2015 with meetings in Toronto. I stopped over in Vancouver and I even managed to visit the Niagara Falls in Ontario. I must say Canada is one beautiful huge country as I observed flying over it. New Zealand is an island country in the southwestern Pacific Ocean with a population of 4.8 million. Our indigenous people of our land are called Māori with a population of about 775,000 people. Land in New Zealand is very green and beautiful and this is how life in New Zealand is described. We're pretty laid back, we're famous playing rugby and people joke about how we may have more sheep than actual people in our country. We also have a very popular Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. She's very popular worldwide for many reasons. You may also know the movies The Lord of the Rings trilogy, The Hobbit and more recently Mulan were all filmed in New Zealand. I am a first generation New Zealand born Tongan. Though a New Zealander I am, Pacific, I am a Pacific Islander as my parents hail from the Kingdom of Tonga the only remaining monarchy in the South Pacific with a population of 105,000 people. And yes, we do have a king and a queen. New Zealand is home to around 350,000 Pacific Islanders who descend from surrounding islands such as Samoa, Fiji, the Cook Islands, Papua New Guinea and others. New Zealanders who identify themselves as Tongan living in New Zealand account to about 82,000 people. My parents migrated from Tonga to Auckland, the largest city in New Zealand, which has a population of 1.6 million, as young students. They both met as young adults and were married, having myself, my sister and brother, who were all raised and educated Catholics. At the age of 24 in 1997, I came to trust Jesus as my Lord and Saviour, recommitting my life to him and becoming more intentional with my walk of faith as a Christian believer. I've been married for 14 years to my handsome husband, Aliki, who is also Tongan. And together we have four active sons, aged 13, 11, 9 and 7. We currently live in Hamilton City with 450,000 people in our population. And it is about one and a half hours away from my family home in Auckland. Clearly you can see just how much smaller New Zealand is as a nation compared to Canada with a population of 38 million people. In 2014, the Lord woke me three times during my sleep and spoke to me and said, Rachel, I will call you to nations and you will be my mouthpiece. I thought, okay, what does that mean? Little did I know that God was preparing me for what was ahead. 
From 2014, God started to position me into places of governmental authority across church, government, and business. Although I had been moving in business and government from 2011, particularly with New Zealand governmental officials. Of course, this was all for the purposes for the advancement of God's kingdom. 15 years ago in 2006, I registered my company, Face North Promotions. Since then, I have been self-employed as a management consultant, particularly within the not-for-profit sector, and as a chartered independent director, sitting on a number of governing bodies, both nationally and internationally. Face North Promotions came from a word that the Lord gave me in Psalms 75, 6, verse 6 and 7, around 2005, 6. For exaltation comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down one and he exalts another. So I was sitting there and reflecting on this verse at the time, and I thought, if the Lord's exaltation, which also means promotion, comes neither from the east, west or south, it must come from the north. And if that is the case, wouldn't anyone be wanting to face north to receive the exaltation and promotion of the Lord? And this is how Face North Promotion Limited was set up, to platform events for young children and young people in our communities. Being a marketing management postgraduate from Auckland University, I needed a marketing byline for my company. And I know that at the time Holy Spirit was helping me because I came up with platforming significance to the world. This became my why for Face North Promotions. Little did I know again that God had much bigger plans in place for me. In 2006, after registering my company, in 2007 I got married and I became a first-time mother um, in also in 2008. And I also became a mother in 2010, 2012 and 2014. Yes, let's just say my husband and I were very busy growing and raising our family and working at the same time. Together we um, enjoy playing golf, reading, spending time with family and going for long walks down to the Waikato River. And I enjoy spending a lot of time with my sisters in Christ in the word and in prayer. So as one would say, our life was, was and still very much is for long. In 2008, I was contracted um, I had contracted my management services to, for the sake of our Children Trust, set up to raise the awareness of child abuse and neglect across New Zealand, encouraging aspiring leadership with young people and supporting families and young children. My role at the time was to advocate at the high level with leaders to include business and government. Um, And I spent a lot of time reviewing policies and talking to political leaders and questioning policies that they had been writing in particular about the removal of words such as family, mother, father, and also the government's questioning of marriage and how it was not acknowledged as an ideal family structure to raise children. I would spend time reviewing coroner reports of children killed in New Zealand as a result of child abuse. As a result of this, I came to better understand the causes of child abuse and neglect across our country. January 2013, My late mother, Edith, at the age of 69, was diagnosed with stage 4 bowel cancer. As a Christian family, we believed God would heal our mother and we prayed fervently for her healing. I had received wise counsel from a spiritual mother to seek God's strength and God's peace for my family and for my mother throughout. 
The drive between Hamilton and Auckland allowed me to spend um, a lot of time with um, the Lord, worshipping, praying and crying unto him to heal my mother and to also give me his strength and his peace. Holy Spirit overflowed big time during this period. He was my comforter, giving me peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding. I would listen all the time to my favourite singer, Cece Wynan song, Comforter, daily. My mother passed away six months after being diagnosed, and to this day, I continue to give thanks to God for allowing our family to spend six months with her before she had passed. It was during this time my level of intimacy with the Lord had deepened even more so. In a nutshell, let me quickly point out just how God has orchestrated my life thus far in a season of acceleration where it seems like I have been doing twice as much in half the time. Let's think. Marriage, babies, work and ministry, all at the same time. Following the wake up in August, in August 2014 and the Lord saying that he would take me to nations and I would be a mouthpiece, I'll, I'll start by this is how it all seemed to have panned out. In 2014, I was asked to join the board of the New Zealand Christian Network, a national network of Christian churches, organisations and individuals helping Christians to work together, build the church and positively influence New Zealand society. I was at the time the youngest and the only ethnically diverse person at the table. The network was um, the New Zealand National Evangelical Alliance member to the World Evangelical Alliance or the WEA a global church body that is a prophetic voice with a diverse constituency of more than 600 million evangelicals across 143 countries. 2015, I was asked to be the representative for the South Pacific region for the WEA's Women's Commission. And it was here that I travelled to Canada and had the um, absolute blessing to meet 14 women from other nations to discuss concerns and issues of women in leadership within the church, mentoring, and also gender equality from a biblical perspective. We also addressed human trafficking across the world and how the church was responding to this. It was exactly six years ago today, as I speak, that I was in Canada. And how timely is it that I'm having this conversation with you all today? God's timing is surely very good. 2017, I travelled to India with the Women's Commission, and it was here that I heard stories concerning child trafficking, and I was deeply saddened um, to completely comprehend um, the depth of evil in this world, particularly in regards to women and children. And this is something that I've brought back to New Zealand and also throughout the South Pacific region as we begin to discuss these um, emerging concerns in our region. 2017, the WEA invited me to attend as a guest to its Global Leaders Group meeting in Blankenburg, Germany. And later we travelled down to Wittenberg to where the church was preparing for the celebrations in remembrance of Reformation 500. Following this meeting, a group was established and commissioned and was titled the Structural Leadership Task Force. And there were seven people that were part of this team. And it was the role of this team was to actually review its leadership the WEA's leadership structure within 12 months. I was invited to join, and as the youngest and the only woman to join this group of doctors, reverends, and bishops, I was really quite surprised and also at the same time worried as I was no theologian or a preacher. But I thought, Lord, if you called me into this place of authority, I will go. As I was sitting in the meetings with the chair of the WEA and now the general secretary of the WEA, 
I also sat with regional secretaries from Asia, Europe and North America. I absolutely believe that God placed me there because I represented the younger generation, women in the South Pacific region. 2019, the WEA held its General Assembly in Indonesia. It was here that I was invited and commissioned to be the South Pacific Regional General Secretary, the first woman regional secretary for the WEA and the youngest. One of my highlights was on the final day of the General Assembly that my good friend, the Regional General Secretary for Asia, asked me to pray for the WEA International Council, the governing body of the WEA. Again, I was overwhelmed and nervous, and as there were thousands of people in the arena, I asked the Lord, what is it, Lord, that you would like me to pray for? Immediately, the Lord reminded me of a word he gave me in 2018, Psalms 29, calling the leaders to give unto the Lord glory due to his name and to worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness and then declaring the seven voices of the Lord. Because remember, the WEA is a prophetic voice for the church to the world. And at the same time, letting the International Council, made up of the 15 representatives across the 143 countries, know it is the Lord who will give the WEA strength, and it is the Lord who will bless the WEA with peace. Immediately after this, I had the chair of the International Council come up to me to say thank you for the word. To God be all the glory. I knew right there and then, for such a time as this, the Lord had had me in the right place at the right time. It was God who had promoted me. It was God who was able to raise the platforms for me to platform his significance to the world, particularly across communities, cities and nations. It was his platform, his glory, so the world would come to know, hear and see his goodness throughout. Immediately after the General Assembly, I was invited to join the WEA Roadmap Task Force with other nation leaders. Today, I serve as the South Pacific General Regional Secretary to which New Zealand, Australia and Papua New Guinea are its alliance members. We are working together to finalise its structure so as to invite smaller island nations to join such as Fiji, Solomon Islands and Vanuatu. The South Pacific Evangelical Alliance vision is to connect, empower and transform Christian believers, fostering unity for the advancement of the Kingdom of God across the South Pacific region. We do this through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, as the South Pacific Evangelical Alliance is to be a platform for regional identity, voice and collaboration through Christ-centred proclamation of the gospel to all peoples, including indigenous peoples, discipling the nations for the transformation of societies. God has been so faithful to me and my family, and I stand in awe of him all day, every day. And I'm only a vessel unto him. And just like Samuel, I say to God, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I must say it's been an absolute blessing to be able to share with you my testimony. And I hope anything I've shared will be of encouragement to you. I know you know that God has great plans for you. And I encourage you to continue to seek God's face for his purpose and divine assignments in your life. If I could please ask you all to pray for New Zealand and our South Pacific region, in particular for protection against COVID-19 and the Delta variant, for the Holy Spirit to pour out its power and truth to all our peoples across our nation as only 37% of New Zealanders consider themselves Christian. 
for our government of the day, who are very liberal and continue to turn away from God with its populist politics, ignoring God's laws and replacing them with its own. For influence and unity across our churches, for the South Pacific Evangelical Alliance and for the South Pacific region to include Australia and all small island nations. But as I end, I'd like to take this time to pray for you all. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for who you are. You are sovereign over all heaven and earth. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to speak to Trinity Western University students and staff. Lord, you have been present throughout this whole time. Bless all students, Lord, as you continue to prepare and equip them for the plans you have in place for them. It says in your word, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. Lord, let it be. Holy Spirit, have your way. Lord, I pray for Dr. James Ellis III and ask that you continually pour out your increased favour over his anointing as a teacher of the word. Protect him and his family always. And Lord, I pray for the nation of Canada. I thank you, Lord, that you love nations and you love Canada. Thank you that you are causing a rise in the waters of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit to pour out into Canada. We uplift families and children and we especially uplift and pray for Canada's government and leadership. Lord, let righteous people and leadership prevail so your people will flourish in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for your time. God bless you all. Do al-fatum. Thanks for listening. We hope you are blessed and be encouraged in your faith life. Chapel happens every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 11 a.m. in the gymnasium or online at livechapel.twu.ca. You can also stay connected with us by following at TWChapel. Until next time, much love.